one. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening wherever you are. Welcome to the Driving My Mind podcast with your host, Derek, and featuring the Your Ride and I YouTube channel. Please go check it out. I have the Honda Meet, which is amazing. That video did fantastically well. And along with the local Car Fest 2023, get those numbers up, pump it up, man. Uh, such great, great cars, amazing cars, and I got to check out the whole lot. Um, I'm just so happy and thrilled to have the uh, the car community we have up here. And um, so far, I've never seen, you know, the ratchet stuff. I've never seen some angry, bitter people. You know, it's all good at the end of the day. I think we're a community that kind of enjoys the lax and the chill, right? Um, I don't think I'd be able to survive in L.A. Uh, like I did uh, 10 years ago. So really glad with my uh, car community. Make sure to check out your ride and i that's my youtube channel where you can see all my uh video exploits in the car community out here but i know you tuned in you saw the thumbnail get a cuv question mark exclamation point i put that on purpose and the reason being is we're so conflicted i think especially as we continue to mature and uh get older we consider that cuv suv for our, our our daily or our lifestyle vehicle, or perhaps it's your uh, your wife or significant other's uh, uh, ride, and I want you to really think about it before you um, turn it all in, <laughs> turn turn it all in, and give up on on cars and and life essentially, right? Uh, let's not go that far, but <laughs> um, what 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 is the impetus on people driving CUVs? Why do car manufacturers made it? And what are some of your better options? I want to kind of dive into that for today. So what is a CUV? Well, you know, you obviously know SUV, sport utility vehicle. And those back in the day were your your body on frame Ford Explorer, which I'm glad they brought back, right? You know, you got your G-Wagon, you know, your big baller G-Wagon, which is a body on frame uh, Mercedes. Uh, you, you got... Um, you're, remember back in the day, the Ford Excursion. I mean, that that's an ultimate SUV, right? That's like a, a freaking bus, dude. But, but you know, those are typically your SUVs are your body on frame. Your Lexus uh, GX460 and, you know, Toyota 4Runner, right? Those are body on frame truck platform vehicles, sport utility vehicles. And, you know, they can have some off-road capability, that uh that is highly coveted and sought after you know um center locking differentials um crawl control rear lockers um if you get like a pre-runner kind of thing uh you can build this the front suspension to have you know tons of travel and at the same time uh uh get a locker for the rear and so that we we ended up getting those but obviously there's a lot of drawbacks with those suvs right we're talking about you know crappy ride quality and yes guys this could be another podcast another topic trucks do not have the best ride quality even your luxury trucks at the end of the day if it still has a leaf spring it's riding pretty rough now the new trucks with the coil springs are getting better i've ridden in some of those the dodge rams i'm thoroughly impressed when you go over that speed bump but When I had my Sierra Denali leaf springs in the back, dude, anytime going over 
some rough pavement or those speed bumps. And it's just like, dude, I'm bouncing up and down like a, a hooker and TJ. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, we've had those issues with, with trucks and, and the way they don't ride. And that, the same goes for SUVs and like those old school explorers, the, the ones with the Firestone tires that would blow out and roll over. Um, the, the ride quality has never been the best for those. And so car manufacturers, especially, you know, starting the 2010s and and uh, trying to bounce back from the recession and, and trying to see people's car buying habits, they started to create these little like people didn't want to buy hatchbacks, but they still wanted the practicality, the spaciousness of it, the spaciousness of it. And so they ended up building, you know, these essentially CUVs, Honda HRV, right? Um, in a 20, what, 2014, right? Or 2016, the, the, she- <laughs> the Chevy tracks, I know Savage Geese would love hearing about that. The Chevy tracks and Buick Encore, right? Um, you know, the Ford Escape, that's actually been around for a while, 2011, right? Um, the BMW X1, right? One of my uh, co-workers drives an X1. Um, and <laughs> I keep my comments to myself on that, but it's just, it's just so, uh, we'll get into it in a little bit. Uh, uh, Merc, uh, the Mercedes GLC, which I actually heard is actually very, very comfortable. Probably one of the better CUVs out there. Um, your new one, the Kia Seltos, right? And, and the Volkswagen Tiguan. Those are what I'm thinking when I say CUV crossover utility vehicle, you know, not sport utility vehicle crossover, right? So just by hearing crossover, you think, oh, wow, I can do just the same amount of things that I can with an SUV. No, you can't. (laughs) No, you can't. The biggest thing, I mean, just physically is that it's not body on frame anymore. It's your unibody. Everything is all tied in together. So it's going to drive like a car. And and that's where it kind of leads me into why why you should get a CUV or why people are purchasing these CUVs and making manufacturers a lot of money, you know? And so we talk about how uh, ease of driving. We talk about how it drives like a car. It's a unibody design. Um, it uses a, a, a smaller motor, a, a most mostly gas-efficient motor. You know, I think of my buddy's HRV, and he commutes back and forth to a Disneyland a lot. He's a AYP annual year pass member, big baller. And so he'll take his HRV uh, uh, and commute a, a good 300 miles um, to and from. And again, it takes the family. It's comfortable. Cruise control, the whole nine yards. And it's easy to drive, easy to park. Um, I get it. And, and, and it has the space for, you know, his boy and, 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 the, and the, uh, the, the Jeep wagon carrier <laughs> that he takes with him and, you know, all that good stuff. Um, so I understand ease of driving. My mom with, you know, she didn't get a Ford Escape. She ended up getting a uh, 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 the Ford Edge, right, which is kind of a bigger, you know, true crossover uh, utility vehicle. Um you know, I'm not thinking of the compact utility vehicles, right? Uh, which, you know, CUV can stand for either or. But, you know, she got one of those. And, I mean, again, she loves it. You know, my parents and the, being septuagenarians uh, and soon to be octogenarians, uh, it, it makes it easy for them to drive to and from Vaughn's and Costco. So I get it. Ease of driving. I'll give you that. Um, 
storage, right? I, I talked about my buddy and his HRV. As tiny as that thing looks from the outside, inside, it, it, I always think it could fit two morbidly obese people, all right? So you have the storage um, needed to, to get you to and from places. And, and not only with storage, it's the ease of access. Um, you know, it, typically a lot of these uh, compact utes or these crossover utes, they have a hatch door. They have like that five door look and five door design where, you know, it could be really low to the ground, but you got a high hatch that goes well above your head. And so it's easy to just load stuff, put all your Costco uh, mac and cheese and rotisserie chickens in and and, and you're, you're all squared away. You're not hunching over. You're not bending over. You're not climbing into a bed. You're not doing all this nonsense that, uh, you know, us us uh, morbidly obese people <laughs> have to uh, do in order to get a, a, a trip out. You know, it's, it's funny, even in my little daily and my little Nissan Frontier, uh, it, it can fill up pretty quickly with, with space and trying to organize stuff and throwing stuff in the bed and reaching over. And it's just like, gosh, if I only had a hatch, that's why I need a Civic Type R, right? If I only had a hatch that I could just open and load my stuff in, We'll be good to go. So I get it. SUV or CUV, storage, you're all good. Um, road view, naturally, you know, especially my my other buddies, Ford, uh, not Ford, uh, Chevy. <laughs> Every time I see it, Chevy Trax, I always got to laugh. In the Chevy Trax, it, it sits relatively high for what it is. And uh, it's pretty narrow inside, but um, you sit pretty high. And honestly, like when you're driving it or even riding passenger, riding shotgun, feels really good like you, you you really got a good 360 view of of what you're driving where the cars are minimal blind spots it's it's really nice like the road view my uh my mother's ford edge i haven't got a chance to see the new one but even the old one being a, a bigger um cuv it, it, it's 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 so nice and easy to drive and with the blind spot monitoring you know you really feel isolated you feel like you're in a cocoon um, you don't feel like you, you feel like you can avoid the roadkill or any debris or, or things of that nature while you're driving. So, again, um, and I, when I think about my S2000, um, you know, I can't see what's six feet in front of me. Right. LC 500. Same thing. I, you know, that's why they're introducing the 360 cameras now for these cars, because the hoods are so freaking long, five feet long. You, you think it's yourself, dude, I, 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 I'm reaching up. I have my seat high and I, I can't see what, what's in front of me. So with these, with these CUVs, the nose is so short because the engine's so tiny. Uh, uh, you, you can see everything. So I, I get it. Road view. Okay. Go get your CUV, right? Um, fuel economy and um overall performance i'd say fuel economy has definitely caught up because back in the day you know late 90s early 2000s you got to see a, an suv okay yeah you're gonna be stuck with 14 15 miles per gallon uh, which wasn't a big deal back in the day because gas was you know a dollar 99 for premium um and uh, I still remember when I was young, seven or eight years old, going seeing the 7-Eleven on the corner street and seeing the gas unleaded. 79 cents, mid-grade, 89 cents, premium, 99 cents. I'll never forget that. I don't know why it's like been ingrained or, or burned into my memory. And so gas is now well above any of that norm, especially in California. But 
you know, with, with, with SUVs, it used to be uh, a detractor. Now these CRVs, my buddy's uh, Chevy Trax, he gets 40 miles per gallon when he sets cruise control in that little, like, what, one four one five turbo. And uh, I, I'm thinking to myself, man, you get all this space, you know, you can fit five people in and, and, and all their junk and, and crapola and get 40 miles per gallon. Psh, if I was on a budget or I needed a, something like that, that, that's a great, uh, it's great to offer, right? And you think also to yourself, performance. Um, again, SUVs were cumbersome. They were slow. You know, they, they sounded like a, a rattle box, an S, uh, an S box, if you will. I try to avoid cursing. But nowadays, they're quiet. They're refined. The the braking performance is on par with its uh, its counterparts, its sedan counterparts, mostly because they're built on the same unibody platform. So you're not sacrificing much any longer for a CUV. But why should you not get one? <laughs> get a CUV! Exclamation mark, right? So why, what are some of the reasons why we should avoid them? Well, number one, they're uninspiring, right? No true car enthusiast is going to go ape-s <laughs> for a RAV4. I always call it the RAV4. And my coworker, uh, she drives a RAV4. And I just think to myself, like, dude, again, if, if you want a, a car that's reliable, that you're not going to worry about, get you from point A to point B, fantastic. Get your Rave 4 and call it a day. But there's so many better options, in my opinion, that can be a little more fun or a little more spirited or have a little more character, maybe even more features than the RAV4. And so... You know, just even the design language and body language, you know, all these CUVs look the same. Take a look at it, an X1 and a GLC. I mean, it's just you, you can tell one's obviously Mercedes and one's a Merc, mostly just by the logo. You know, uh, they look identical. The the Chevy, well, Chevy Trax and Buick Encore are the same thing. But, you know, I'm taking a look at the Ford Escape and, and, and um, a Chevy Trax. It's it just like... It looks like a rounded off five door, you know, lifted hatch. And it's just so boring, in my opinion. They all look the same. And so they're uninspiring. I mean, the RAV4 has some Japanese character and features to it. But, you know, again, as Savage Geese says, give it to the interns to design and figure out, you know, and then we'll sign off on it. Why? Because it's going to sell. And that kind of goes into my next point. It's making other cars more expensive. I think I read this on hot cars, so I'll give them credit. Um, but think about it. If all these SUVs, people are, are buying them like hotcakes. You got your RAV4. You got your, you know, I'm thinking bigger now, but, you know, your RX300. Well, I don't even know what it is now. RX500 or whatever the heck they call it. You know, uh, the Ford Edges, right? I mean, you're talking about... Forty, fifty thousand dollars out the door. Your your Chevy Tracks and Ford Escapes are you're still in your twenties, twenty five Gs. Your Kia Seltos and and Tiguans are still in your twenty to twenty five Gs. But either way, they're charging so much more for these kind of cars, and and therefore they they have a right to 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 make their the MSRP that much higher let alone before you get to a dealer and then they bend you over backwards with another 
three thousand dollars in in 3m option scotch guard and my seats and all that stuff it's like dude you're the reason why i can't get a honda civic for seventeen thousand dollars anymore i'm not even asking for seventeen thousand dollars let's call it twenty one thousand you know that's your your base 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 civic back in the day a civic ex used to be about seventeen thousand dollars so because the american populace are, are buying so many of these these cuvs and 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 you know really demanding a lot from these auto manufacturers for these you know apple car plane and and this and that yada yada it's it's causing the prices to rise and rise and rise therefore i can't get a cheap car anymore i have to end up with this cuv you know and it's really killing it because you know the honda civics and your toyota corollas of yesteryear have gotten naturally more expensive because of it because why they want you to go buy that cuv suv and spend the extra you know oh i can get this corolla xse for twenty four thousand dollars but look if i get the corolla cross for twenty six thousand dollars i get so much more space and but i could do the corolla corolla cross is so disgusting i'm sorry if you drive one uh you know at the end of the day you got to do you but oh it's like it's making everything all cars cost more money and it pains me and hurts me um I always say this, and I said this in my last video about uh, supercars, uh, it's the wrong messaging, right? <laughs> it's, it's Like I said, it's kind of, as a car enthusiast, I see that RAV4 and I think, oh, well, they're, they're, uh, they're sheeple, right? They've given up on, on any car enthusiasm. I always make fun of my friend with his Chevy Trax. It's kind of like, well, you've given up on your Dodge Charger wide body. You know, it's like you've you've come to a point where you'd rather buy a new Chevy Trax than get a used Dodge Charger, which could have probably given you a lot more fun, a lot more um, aural pleasure. And and the fact that it probably would have done the same amount of space, it would have done everything for you in a sedan body. So. It's just the type of messaging that I think the car community um, um, you get when you get a CUV SUV. You think the mommy mobile, right? You think the Ford Edge and and uh, the Kia Telluride is is more of an SUV as well. But you know when I see that, I think you know you're you're a person that is not going to keep your car long term. You're a person that probably has two or three kids. And you want all the tech features, you want all the car chargers and cup holders, USB ports, and you don't care about the way the driving experience feels. You want it to get you from Kaiser Permanente to, uh, you know, Raising Canes and back to your cul-de-sac. I get it. I, 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 I get it. But to me, especially in my life where... You know, I have to, I can't have it all. So I have to pick and choose the things I want. I'd rather have a fun car. I'd rather have a good experience when I drive every time I drive. Um, yeah, it's because a lot of people want, you know, a lot of people want to have it all. And it's funny, my coworkers, they went to, I made fun of them for it. Uh, but I, I'm sure they had a good time. I probably would have had a good time too. They went to like a murder mystery party. And, the, you know, of course, they, they were going to get Liddy. Liddy, right? And <laughs> um, they were like, Wong, can you take us? Can you drive us? But it's two of them, right? 
And so it's kind of like, well, dude, you can squeeze in in my truck. You can squeeze in the LC, but, it, you know, it's kind of like, I don't have a car that can accommodate more than one other person. <laughs> and so it's kind of, I mean, you can squeeze in the LC, but both of you guys are going to be scrunched, scrunched up. And so I couldn't take them, right? And they're like, oh, that's the why, that's why you got rid of your GMC uh, Sierra Denali. It's because you didn't want to take your friends out anymore. And I was like, Oh, this is perfect lead-in. I was like, no, if they would have made a luxury minivan, I would definitely consider that. <laughs> and that goes into my last point. Um, you know, there are better family vehicles out there. Um, a minivan, right? Give me a Toyota Sienna any day over a freaking Ford Edge or a Kia Seltos or, or even a Volkswagen Tiguan with a third row. Again, I make fun of my friend because he needs the third row. And he tried to argue that nonsense the other day. Oh, I've used that third row like 20 times. Like 20 times in five years? You know, it's like a third row that is going to give you zero cargo space and is going to scrunch you up like anytime you use it to your trips to Tijuana. It's like, give me a break. Give me a spacious five-door car rather than a car that squeezes in a third row that can fold over yeah sure but then now you get the inconvenience that it doesn't fold over flat and even if it does fold over flat you're still looking at a car that 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 doesn't utilize all of its space perfectly because if you're going to fold flat you're going to change the, the 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 geometry in the back where maybe you have more wheel well uh gap or, or, or arches or you're making the car naturally wider so it isn't going to drive as as nicely or compactly as some of these other compact utility vehicles um Again, if you're going to be hauling your people, you're going to haul Abuelita to Tijuana. Again, give me a minivan then, right? Give me a large sedan. Give me that Dodge Charger. Why? Because then I can get a V8. Even if I got a, a just an RT, I'd be more happy with that than than a, a freaking Chevy Trax. Um, you know, there are better family cars out there. Again, I even go back to these full-size trucks. They are massive and huge, and you can fit, you know, your Labradoodle, you know, two baby seats, your teenager from another baby mama, and, you know, all the snacks and Caniac combos you wish. Um, and again, that's just because you have to drive a full-size truck, but that's no different than driving a, a Ford Edge or or um, a minivan either you just just you, you got to get you you adapt relatively quickly now i'm not talking about the full-size suvs i'm not talking about the yukons you know the ford expeditions uh those those are full-size cars and and those are essentially trucks um but you know your jaguar f-pace and your porsche macans you know that's another end of the spectrum where you know that that's performance that <laughs> they honestly probably drive better than the s2000 in a compact uh, utility vehicle fashion. But again, those are kind of more like CUVs, SUVs that are sport inspired rather than Chevy Trax. Who's that for? Joe Schmo that wants to spend twenty to $22,000 and, and doesn't want an, a, a sedan any longer. So that's where I'm at. I, again, I gave you reasons why you should get a CUV. Or, or maybe it appeals to you, but I'm also kind of really emphasizing why you should consider other cars. Uh, get a minivan. You know, if you're going to have two or three kids, get a used uh, Honda Odyssey. You'd, you'd have way better familial experience 
just diving into a minivan. And honestly, you'd probably still have more street cred than you would in a, a 1.5 turbo. Dude, the Honda Odyssey uses the J35 VTEC V6, man. Like, dude, that thing sounds awesome when you ring it out. You're going to have more space, ease of access to get in and out. I'd much rather have a minivan. I'd much rather have a full-size Charger RT, right? Um, you know, you, you, back in the day when when the Ford Taurus was rear-wheel drive, you know, the Crown Victorias and all that stuff, I'd much rather have that. And um, they, they'd ride just as good, if not better, than an SUV because just naturally things are more compact you know, more on-road feel and articulation rather than some dead electronic steering Chevy tracks that, ah, for better or for worse, people just give up, right? So what are your thoughts? Let me know. Do you, your sibling, your your significant other, you know, given up, <laughs> given up on life and have gone to the CUV route? Uh, what are your thoughts, experiences driving them? And do you consider yourself getting that in the future? If you're having two or three kids, what would be the car you drive? Let me know in the comments. Go to check out my channel, Your Ride and I. Let me know. Uh, put a comment under the podcast. I hope I enjoyed and entertained you for a little bit. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace.